Hey Life listeners, welcome back. It's Doug again. I'm excited to bring you our next episode where I'm going to really talk about my true colors, talk about what helped me. I know I said I was going to bring on a guest this week, but based off of all the feedback that I got from my last podcast, I really felt like it was time to really dive a little bit deeper into what has helped me get out of the rough state that I was in of anxiety, depression, self-hatred, and really bring it to light so that someone you know or you personally are feeling that you can use this as a tool to help bring you to a better living in human state. Now, before we get started, I know there's a lot of things in our life that we can't control. Conversation might not go the way that we want it. The traffic might be a little bit worse on the way to the gym. And, you know, our body, there's also a lot of things we can't control internally. The way our blood flows. The neurons that are firing. The way that we feel. But one thing we can control in our systematic nervous system is our breath. So if you're able to, I'd like you to give yourself five inhalations, hold, exhalation. We deserve this. We deserve to give ourselves the love. A lot of times we just forget about, we love so so many other things. We love the nature that we're in. We love the people we're around, but we forget we need to fill our own glass too. And that's why I really want to bring this to you. So the other day, Maddie came up to me and said, Doug, what are the two things that got you out of that state? And I I was like, Maddie, I can't really, there's no way I can just narrow it down. But if I had to narrow it down, number one would be God, a newfound relationship with God. And number two had to be changing my lifestyle that permeated through positive psychology. I'm excited to bring you what I've been studying in school and seeing if it can help you, friends, family. So first I want to touch about God. I had walked through my life after graduating school, trying to dictate what direction that I believe I should go in. I didn't ask questions, I just put my head down and went for it. Whether it was in medical sales, whether it was bartending at Top Golf, which is actually a really fun job, whitewater rafting in the Colorado River, working and managing and owning a nail salon, multiple nail salons, building out camper vans and building a company in Fearless, those were all decisions that Doug made. Now, my new relationship with God is 
God is working through me in making the decisions and I'm essentially the clay and God is the potter. It allows me to cast my fear, my doubt, my anxiety, my depression. I can cast it on to him because he's here to shoulder my burden. He's here to be the lifted spirit and someone that can help guide me through this life that has so many things that we can't control. And I'm so happy to be studying his word, to be listening to him, and to being fully present. I like to just start my morning off with an open conversation. Just thanking him for allowing me to wake up. And then people might think I'm crazy, but I just talk to him throughout the day. And it sounds crazy, but a lot of the prayers that I ask for are answered. Like a perfect example, as I'm going through school, I'm coaching tennis part-time and I'm doing all these other small businesses to support myself financially. And I was like, God, how am I going to support myself financially to pay for my dog's training? Two minutes later, I got a text from a photo shoot that could pay me $1,500, which would cover my dog's training. Truly an incredible feeling and something that I can't really make up. So that's the first thing. And I'm excited to dive into that a little bit more with guests on future podcasts. And the second thing is positive psychology. Now, a professor told me about this study and I was just mind blown. Essentially, it was created by this this professor at University of Pennsylvania. His name is Martin Seligman. And his main focus is getting people from a content life to a level of fulfillment on a day-to-day basis. Now, he was the president of the APA, the American Psychological Association. And he had to give an opening speech. He was preparing for it. He was outside actually gardening the morning of with his daughter, Nikki. Nikki's five years old. Nikki's picking up weeds. She's throwing them in the air. She's twirling and her dress is frolicking in the air and she spins, she throws in the air. Nikki, why are you throwing those in the air? She gets all upset. She walks back to to go inside. And then she comes back out and goes, Daddy, remember what I wished for on my fifth birthday? I wish that I would stop crying less. And look, Dad, I'm not crying. So since I'm not crying, can you stop being such a grouch all the time? And boom, his mind changed. His entire speech changed. He went on and started talking about human flourishing. And he talked about ways and theories of which we can not only 
bring people from a level of being in a clinic and getting them to a level of feeling ah, I can get through life to I can get through life all the way to wow I feel joy I feel peace I feel love I feel fulfilled with my day in and day out the theory began with PERMA the P in PERMA stands for positive emotion now this doesn't mean that we need to be happy all the time throughout life we have a lot of negative feelings that and negative self-talk it's just human nature it's just part of who we are as people and we're never taught hey I need to dispute this I'm not a failure because I didn't get this job or I'm not depressed because of all these circumstances when someone at work or someone in life you're competing with them they will throw words they will say things and you'll do everything to dispute it but we never go and dispute our own thoughts so we need to train ourselves to dispute with positive reinforcement the e engagement when we're in our day-to-day life we get into the state of flow whether it's through work whether it's through our hobbies our relationships with one another and what flow essentially is is when you have a high challenging activity or anything that is highly challenging mixed with high skill so for me that'd be kiteboarding whenever i get out and get my kiteboard under my feet and i am just flowing in the 15 to 17 mile per hour wind and not getting taken off off of my feet i feel like i'm in a state of flow now if we're at a high skill level but low challenge level we're in relaxation whether that's doing art singing dancing i mean dancing is really difficult for me but so be it but there's other forms of flow where the challenge level is way too high and the skill level is really low and that's when we reach anxiety or worry or we've or if the skill level is pretty high and the challenge level is there is none we kind of get bored so those are some of the things that we face with engagement now relationship the R. I strongly believe that the relationship that we have with one another is grander than anything on this earth. We all are born with our own set strengths. And I'll just give it to you like this. When I coach tennis, when I teach young students, of course, I, I need to teach, teach them the forehand, the backhand, the serve, the volley, and certain aspects of the game. But as you get older, you develop strengths and it's important to realize what our strengths are as human beings 
and capitalize on them. Because if we capitalize purely on our strengths, we can be world-renowned with those strengths. But if we focus so so much on our weaknesses, then we don't have time to capitalize on our strengths, and therefore we just become moderate. And the great thing about relationships is that I might have a strength that others don't have, and my weakness is filled by other people's strengths. For instance, my strength is public speaking. I love talking in front of people. Maddie, that's not her thing. She she likes being in small groups. She doesn't like to be around a large group of people, and that's completely fine. So I will do the talking. But things such as cooking, man, I get scared when I'm in the kitchen, yet Maddie, she wants to do a Bobby Filet tournament against me and she'll whoop me every time. Relationship with one another, whether it's our partner, our family, our job, we need to rekindle and add play into that relationship. What happened from when we were a five-year-old and playing on the playground and laughing and loving and learning to the anxiety-filled adults we are today. Granted, yes, we have things like taxes and debt and things we have to pay or we have a mortgage and we have kids we have to take care of. That doesn't mean we can't play with one another. We have so much time during the day, yet we forget to play. And I really strongly believe that with a relationship that is pertinent. Um meaning what drives you what what allows you to wake up and feel alive i mean that's the biggest question we all ask now i'm not saying go and quit your job and just go do something that makes you feel purpose driven but find your strengths i'm going to have on here a personality test that will help you figure out your uh, your character strengths and it was created by Martin Seligman the A stands for achievement now I'm not saying that we always need to be awarded because in my generation, we all got participation trophies and I'm not a huge fan of that. What it really talks about is how we need to savor the process so that when we do make an achievement, we are process driven. So what that looks like in my life was When I made a huge sale, I sold an x-ray machine to a dentist that the sale price was $108,000. And honestly, that's what you work for as a medical sales consultant. And that day, I was excited for like an hour and a half. I was jittery and then it all went away because I knew I had to do the same thing starting the next day. And... I didn't learn anything from the process. I just kept moving forward. But yet, going back and looking through the process and savoring each moment, 
whether that's in work or your hobbies or even your vacations. Looking through old photos, savoring through those moments, it'll bring you slight amount of joy that you haven't felt, that I didn't feel. A great quote by Alan Cohen states, don't postpone joy until you've learned all your lessons. Joy is your lesson. It's pretty powerful. I know we're all on a search for it. And on this podcast, we're going to work on it together. Work on feeling joy no matter what the circumstances. And of course, there's times where we need to feel sad and upset. But I'm here to try and bring joy into each person's life that listens to this. Now, if you were touched by this, please go ahead and subscribe. I'm going to be dropping these every Thursday. And share this with your friends, your family members. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear about your story, about what drives you, what makes you feel alive, what your strengths are, and how we can impact this world together. And as always, it's really great to be speaking with you all and learning and listening with you all. All right, Life listeners, I'll see you all next week. Thanks.